As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Welcome to the Miguel Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. Very excited to be here tonight, guys. You know, it may be daytime where you're listening. Who cares, right? But you know what? We've got a very exciting episode. I'm here with my buddy, Mystery Man. (laughs) Don't fake laugh, please. (laughs) Now I can't tell if you're fake laughing. Alright. Apparently I'm hilarious, and I haven't even told a joke. So, Mystery Man. This is one of my biggest fans, one of my best friends, and I'm going to keep him anonymous other than that, um, because he is a professional. And we want to make sure that we respect his career and keep this separate from his day job. Uh, We do have the apartment window open so you can hear the background noises. Keep the... uh, I had the choice of, you know, laying over the top of the podcast. There's there's an actual thing. It's the sounds of the streets of New York. So I could really (laughs) record this in a quiet environment and just put that in the background. I think it's a better idea. You think? Yeah. Why do you think so? Because it's the sounds of New York. But why wouldn't I just have the real sounds of New York rather than something that was created in Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Yeah, so rather than like putting a fake sounds of New York, I figured (laughs) I'd rather keep it real, you know? Um, Anyway, we are, um, we're happy to be here, obviously, and... um, Mystery Man. Thank you for visiting me. Thank you. Do you feel different talking to me right now? Yeah. Isn't that weird? I'm a little nervous. <laughs> it's weird. The mystery that. man. I'm nervous. Rough around the edges filler material. Peach? Oh, we're in the Big Apple. Oh. Wait, that's different. No. Rough around the edges filler. Oh, look at you already trying oh, to be oh, funny. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that Aldred told me is I'm not funny when I try to be funny, and I'm trying to be funny because I'm nervous. <laughs> it's not working. That's funny. I think that'll get a little bit of a smile from people. Oh, that's nice. I get because, a little smile. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is real entertainment right here. This is not <laughs> fake stuff. That's true. You know, because it's actually being documented right now. Yeah. No one may ever hear this because I may choose to never edit <laughs> But you probably won't ever have this episode <laughs> out there. But it's real because we think it's real. Okay. Pretty trippy, huh? Yeah, that is. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, guys. We're excited. Like I said, it's people like... Mystery man. That give me the confidence to be a, a comedian. You know that? Thanks, man. Because <clears throat> I wish everyone understood and got my sense of humor the way this cat does. And not only does he get my sense of humor, but he extracts it from my soul. <laughs> what I mean by that is when I'm around him, there's a certain element of humor that is drawn out of me. I'm like the guy off Heroes. Heroes? You remember that show? Like, you'd suck out people's abilities? <laughs> well, I didn't mean it. Is that a bad thing? Oh, you, I sucked out your soul. So he's like, that sounds like a bad thing. <laughs> it guy, was though. a bad thing. It was a bad thing. <laughs> so you're like Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat, <laughs> yes. but in a good way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's cool. Um, 
Did you ever play Mortal Kombat growing up? I love, actually, I talked to I was talking to my uh, my buddy Ryan about that today. Yeah. We we're talking about the guy that kicks. Yeah. He's the best one. Wait, um, let me think. The kicker. Oh, Liu Kang. That's Liu it. Kang. We were trying to remember yeah. his name. Yeah. Did you know what Liu Kang? The thing I liked about Liu Kang the most was when his head, like, he would punch him in the face and his head would go back, <laughs> <laughs> and like. I don't know whether they did it on purpose, but the makers of Mortal Kombat made it so that when you punch Liu Kang in the face, he goes, Wah! and his the back of his head hits the back of his upper back. <laughs> so I just repeatedly punch him over and over, just like, Wah! 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 and I was like, wow, that's a very flexible neck. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were trying to reenact Game of Thrones right there. Uh, is there a particular scene from Game the Crow. of Thrones? Crow! 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 Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Guys, forgive me. Mystery man. He's not that funny. <laughs> not that funny at all. <laughs> Except for I'm not trying to be funny. Like, every once in a while, I'll say something hilarious, and someone will be like, that's really, really funny. And I'm like, yes. And, I, and yeah. then they tell me that, and then I try yeah. to be funny. And exactly. It's like, we can't encourage you, you know? Yeah. Um, because you're, you are sometimes... Some, you stumble upon humor every yes, once in a while. Yes, stumble upon it. You stumble upon humor, and it's it's awesome. And um, as soon as we kind of inflate that side of your confidence, then you chase it. We were yes. talking about this the other night, it's right? True. About, it works. You can't chase humor. No, it doesn't like, work. It's like chasing girls, you know. Yes. You can't put the yeah. blank on a pedestal. The humor or the female beautiful lotus flower. That makes a lot of sense. You know, as soon as I you... just got excited when you said Lotus Flower. <laughs> that was the cleanest way I could describe the um, the female Lotus Flower. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I'm trying to keep this clean, you know, mm -hmm. out of respect for uh, whoever's listening to this. Um, <clears throat> but you know. Tell me about, uh, tell me, what do you want to talk about? Is there anything in particular you want to just bullshit about? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> so, Mystery Man. And I are, first of all, one of the things that we're thinking about doing just to keep him anonymous is actually, I, um, I want to change the frequency of his voice. Um, after this podcast is recorded so that everything he says sounds distorted like those guys from America's Most Wanted. <laughs> you know, so it's like, hey... Mystery man. How's it going? It's going great, Mark. Thanks for having me. Um, and I may even cut out... Mystery man. Just dub over <laughs> mystery man. Malcolm X. You know, just something like random. Mystery guest, <laughs> a.k.a. Malcolm X, is here tonight. <laughs> so... <laughs> But, uh, I don't know, man. I, um, that's a cool V-neck shirt that you got there. Is that the same one that you gave me? You gave me a couple of your V-necks. No, this one's new. Oh, no, I got it from Target. That's awesome. I know. That's a great place to get clothing. Yeah, they have great products at Target. Target. <laughs> they have, uh... Right on the bullseye. Yep. Oh, look at you trying to make some jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be an asshole or, like cut you down. I should, I should encourage you, you know. You should. But I, here's the thing is, I'm not a jerk about everything, right? Because if I just cut you down with everything you ever tried, then I would just be a jerk. That's true. I think the only thing I 
tell you not to do is try to be funny. That's, that is true. That is um, the only thing you've ever told me not to do. Yeah, so... <clears throat> that's cool, man. Well, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like... Uh, I feel like this is a... This is, have you ever been hanging out with a girl and you kind of like are wondering what's going to happen next? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Is like it feels right like that. You're like sitting <laughs> on the couch. And you, you're I all think like you, nervous you both a bit. know that potentially you could like fool around, but yeah. you also know that you don't want to force it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> and true. Just to clarify, that's a metaphor, guys. I don't do it for you like Lotus Flower. Here's the thing is, I don't think there could be two more heterosexual <laughs> gentlemen in one, in one area. We have some stories to prove that. Yes, we do. Um, I don't think we're going to talk about them here, because I accidentally just said your last name if you didn't catch that, but I am going to cut it out. <laughs> okay. Um, but, no, we, um, we've known each other for a long time, go way back. Had a lot of fun throughout the years. We've traveled together. We've the first time I uh, traveled with Old Roots, when, right when I met him, I remember one time before this trip, we went down to Panama City, Florida for, uh, uh, it was my senior year of college, spring break, his sophomore year. And uh, we took down my parents' 15-passenger van and took out the last row of seats. So it was 11 people and 11 seats, and we were driving 13 hours to Panama City. And... Uh, Florida, and uh, the whole time, Oldroyd was mooning cars, <laughs> and he had a raccoon hat on. <laughs> yep, we called uh, it the diarrhea hat. The diarrhea hat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we called it the diarrhea hat. I wasn't the only one doing the mooning, and I gotta add to this, we also had a stack of maybe 50 to 100 Playboys yes. in that van, and there was a mixture of guys and girls yes. traveling. And we drank the whole night the whole night through. It was great. <laughs> I remember just, like, not even getting into the actual spring break part of it, just the trip down there is, like, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it could be a TV episode. It really would have like, been hilarious. There's enough fodder from that drive it was ridiculous. to be one full episode. Yeah. We, um, we did a few things. Well, we, we had one guy named Mr. Z, who, he was, he was partaking in the mooning as well. He actually and drank a whole handle of, not fifth, but handle of ten high <laughs> for the ride, to, ride down yeah. there. And he's, I think it was his hat, I think he's the one who... There's also his Playboy magazines. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was his, uh, it was his Playboys, and by the, by the end of that trip, those Playboys were no longer in a stack, and they were just ripped apart, and <laughs> everywhere on the floor. It was like, it was yeah. like newspapers on the Insane. floor full of paper or for full of playboys yeah um it's kind of hard to explain but uh, just... and really at one point there was these two hideous girls that uh uh <laughs> mike was wing- wingmanning me on <laughs> well, you were wingman we were wingmanning one another <laughs> yeah um i remember that and we got them in the van and they're like are you gonna rape us <laughs> yeah they actually did yeah. say that and i was not only frustrated by that question I but agree. i was also yeah. offended I know. You know, like, I, know. I was starting to get so annoyed that I was like, stop putting these thoughts in my mind. <laughs> You're pissing me off. They're like, y'all not gonna rape us and kill us, I y'all. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, they're like, from like, stop Hobunk saying South. that. Yeah, I was like, stop saying that. Stop. You're starting to annoy me. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, they're, um, we ended up actually not, ho- oh, so do you remember? You had the cuter one. Yeah. Okay. 
So it doesn't say much. She was at least the max. I give her like a five and a half to six. Yeah, she's probably six. Well, I will say the girl that uh, I got assigned <laughs> was. I remember I was sitting in the passenger seat. Oh man, there's just so many things about that trip. I was sitting in the passenger seat, and I don't know if you guys remember this. <laughs> Obviously, you don't because you weren't there. But we the windows didn't roll down in the van. <laughs> <laughs> the only window that rolled down was the driver's side. Yeah. And it was one of those crankers, you know, like a, a manual. And I remember, uh, I'm sitting in the front seat, the two girls are in the back repeating over and over, y'all not gonna rape us and kill us, are y'all? And we, I think we stopped somewhere to either get alcohol or something for a little bit. They were underage, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, and what I do remember is, the girl that I was assigned started coming on to me. She started reaching around the um, around the seat and started like touching me in a very unsexy way. You never way. told me this. Yeah, she was like. <laughs> I didn't re- recognize. Have you ever had a girl try to be seductive, and you can tell she just is not confident. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's just touching you because she thinks she's supposed to touch you. Well, this girl was unsexily, like. Touching my pecs like this. <laughs> yeah, please don't touch me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, she was un- unsexually touching my pecs and my triceps and my upper abdomen, and I was like, honestly, I'm turned off. <laughs> she was really hideous. It sounds like it doesn't really make sense. I think it was one of those you had to be there things, but if you saw her, she seemed like the type of girl that just has really, really big nipples. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. which I know that you can't control that. Especially so, in small boobs. And I don't, yeah, small boobs, big nipples don't go together. <laughs> <laughs> they do not go to, together like rama lama lama ka ding da ding da dong. You know, see, I just chased the humor right there. I can uh, tell it wasn't funny. <laughs> but I wanted to commit through it. I didn't just want to, you know, like stop halfway through because I knew I was forcing it. That's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's like when you go in to kiss a chick and you know it's fucking awkward and she's like not feeling it. She doesn't even meet you 10% of the way. But you're like, I gotta finish. So you go like 180% like five she's feet pulling away. back. Yeah. And you like go and you like steal a kiss from her because you're like, I am not. I am not gonna f- surrender here. I am, I am committing to this kiss even if it's not smooth and t- the timing is horrendous. Even if it's like that girl reaching around and committing to playing with my pecs, you know? <clears throat> Alright. So what else? Um, that trip was fun. Is there anything else? I mean, we could talk about that all day, honestly. I remember um, the funniest part to me was when our buddy... Mr. Z. Was probably the only other guy that was just absolutely off the hook ridiculous. Yeah, he was quite ridiculous. I think he slept on the beach one night. He did. He... he, he, he he, he stayed at a different place than we did, too. And I don't even know if he had a place at that hotel, did he? No, he was staying with us. He didn't... But We're he was staying to. at the Chateau. I know. <laughs> so he, know he actually chateau? found this random-ass, like, like mannequin graveyard. <laughs> what is that? He, like, mannequins went to die. I don't know. Like, there's a whole bunch of mannequins that didn't have any arms or legs or nuggets. And, like, he said that that's what... Uh, human beings that have no arms and legs are called their nuggets. Yeah. So he'd walk out these mannequins with no arms and legs, drinking at the beach, at the beach parties, just like two of them under either arm, just be <laughs> hanging out with his mannequins, dancing with them. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. 
You know what I love? It's hilarious. My favorite, I, he's got some stories that are just unbelievably ridiculous, but he actually, I can't believe we're going to talk about Mr. Z. This whole time, but he, um, on our way down there, there was a girl in the van who was really cute, <clears throat> and it's okay that, I'm going to say this physical feature, for the purposes of our story, and it's normally not something to just share, but it's part of the story. She was really cute. She was also flat-chested. And <laughs> it's not one of those things that you like even say out loud. It's just you notice it and you're like, fuck it, she's hot. Who cares? You know, like that is true, she's flat, she's like really flat, but who cares? Like it's it's a god given trait, you know? And um, <laughs> they got in an argument. He's sitting there drunk on our way down there because he had been drinking the ten high. And he's got his diarrhea hat on. And they're arguing. They're arguing. And he and then she's saying something, he goes, shut up. And he just starts saying, shut up. Like she's like got valid points. And he's just like, shut up, you're flat. Shut up, shut up, you're flat. I mean when I heard that, I was just an absolute, like, I, I was speechless, and I, I, it was one of those things where it just completely catches you off guard that someone actually was saying that out loud. So I didn't know if you know this, but that's his ex-girlfriend. I didn't know that at the time, so it makes more sense now. Like, he's got the leverage. <laughs> I, I thought that was, like, their first time meeting. <laughs> so, like, I thought, like, from my perspective, like, I would never say that to a girl unless she, she was being just, like, ridiculous. Yeah, true. I might consider it. But true. she she didn't deserve that from a stranger. You know, and um, <clears throat> in retrospect, it was it was obviously hilarious. You so know? I gotta say, Michael, right now with your hair getting long and you have your robe, <laughs> like um, belt thing on the robe. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that. Uh, you have it around your head. Yeah. It sort of looks like you have the raccoon hat. <laughs> <laughs> looks like I got the diary hat. <laughs> I don't know what it, this is. Um, I've been doing this lately. It's really weird. I, I live by myself, so it might even be weirder. It's like my own personal swag. I've been. <laughs> Tying the belt from my robe around my head like 24 hours. Sometimes I even, sometimes I even sleep with it. Like, I've been freaking sleeping with this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I just like it. It's like, uh, you, you guys know, like um, it's like a Ninja Turtle thing, except it doesn't go <laughs> over the eyes. It's like a headband. And like, <laughs> it's clearly from a robe. <laughs> it drapes down like to the middle or to the small of my back. And I even noticed earlier, like I kept on going, is there is what is there something behind me? <laughs> and it was the the back of my robe belt tickling my back. But um no, I, I just feel cool with it. It's weird. I guess you gotta do what you like. This is a great example of doing something because you truly like it and not caring what people think because there's no one to judge me. Have you, have you had a girl come over or gone outside with it like that? No, neither. I'm sure. I did, yeah. I did Snapchat it to my story last week, though. Mm -hmm. So I was willing to take that step. So, um, so here we go, bro. You know, um, I feel like we could do, we could even talk more about spring break. I'll, do you mind? No, yeah, I mean this is fun. Like, yeah, I mean, we're we're, we're reminiscing. Back, we're peeling back layers that we haven't even realized are there. This is great fodder. It's true. Um, I remember when it was my turn to drive. So it was like a 12-hour drive. Keep in mind, we left like four hours late. 
You know? Yeah, we left at like 10 p.m. or something. And a lot of, there was a handful of us that had never met before. There was just a random cluster of people <laughs> getting together. And uh, it was my turn to drive. And we were behind schedule. And I was looking back, it was extremely selfish of me. I'm older now and I'm more responsible. And I would never do this now. <laughs> By the way, keep in mind we had a full week in Panama City, Florida. <laughs> and I wanted, like, just keep in mind that when it was my turn to drive, when we did, like, the GPS, we wouldn't have gotten there before the sunset going at the speed limit the day that we were going to get there. And it was my turn to drive. And keep in mind, it was, there was 11 or 12 people. We were going to get there at, like, 1 p.m. and we wanted to get there by noon. No, no, no. We were going to get there a lot later in the afternoon. Really? Yeah, it was going to be closer to dinner time. And I was like, fuck that. We're going to the beach today. Right? I was like, I don't give a shit. Like, I... (laughs) There's 12 people. And this van was a piece of junk. Right? And I had the pedal to the metal. I was going 100 plus. (laughs) Just flying. Flying past cars. With 12 lives in my hand. All shit-based. <laughs> Everyone's drunk, and I'm flying down the highway because I'm like, we are going to the beach today, you know? Um, not something to brag about, and definitely something to laugh now because it's over and we're all out of it alive, but we were, we were crazy. I mean, I remember one story, when we first got there, Mr. Z. It's obviously drunk, he drank that whole bottle of 10 high, and... As soon as we set foot on the, the chateau, which is not where we were staying, but where we were dropping the girls off, they had a separate quarters that they were sleeping at, and, uh... Mr. Z. Like, pulled his pants, his butt cheeks were hanging out, not for the sake of mooning, but he was just comfortable. Like, he had some short shorts on, he just, like, pulled his pants down and up or something, just casually, and there was a, a cop right there, and, uh, and the cop said, excuse me, son... That's the type of sh- that's the type of stuff right there that's gonna get your ass thrown out of here, and Mr. Z didn't even acknowledge the cop. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Son, son, did you hear what I said? Look at me, look at me." And this was his response. He didn't look at the cop first of all. He just stopped and kind of like dazed up, and he goes, "That's fine." <laughs> And the cop said, he goes, that's not fine. He goes, that's fine. He cut him off. <laughs> he cut him off the ground. And the cop left. <laughs> I think the cop walked away after that. <laughs> so one time we went out to the bars and uh, he got in a fight with some chick. <laughs> and he was like getting on the ground and she wasn't interested. And she had like, like <laughs> smaller boobs, but she, like, he, like, he saw like a boob implant, so he started making fun of her with small tits. She pulled out the movie plate, started slapping her in the face and then he didn't stop her, he didn't move away, he just started talking shit about her tits fucking smacked in the face with the boob insert. Oh my gosh. Is it, is it okay if I explain how he got fired from like the coolest bar on campus? Okay. This is true stuff here. Like, I, I don't want to say his last name again out of respect, but we'll keep it somewhat anonymous. So... He's working at the coolest bar on campus at the time. You know, that stuff changes, obviously, over time. Um, stuff goes in and out of style. But at this time, the, I'm not even going to say the name of the bar, but it was the coolest bar on campus. And 
he was bartending or a bar bag or he was working Bouncer. there. He was on his way up if he did things right, you know, to uh, to bartend and have good shifts. I would assume. And one night he's out drunk, of course, and he sees one of the the owners or managers, whatever it was, one of his bosses. His boss is out having a normal dinner with his family, his mom, his grandma, and I think one other person, another lady there, part of the family, maybe an aunt or something. <clears throat> Mr. Z was drunk, right? So, of course, he walks up to his manager, and he's just mumbling stuff, you know, and his manager's like, hey, hey, um, can you leave us alone right now? We're trying to have just a normal family dinner tonight, and I, I just want to be with them, so can you excuse us, please? And he's like, hey. Your grandma's eyeing me, dog. <laughs> Your grandma's eyeing me. And, uh, you know, because that guy's a professional, he said, look, just uh, leave us alone right now because we're trying to have a family dinner, so just go ahead and take this elsewhere. <laughs> go ahead and take this elsewhere. And I don't even know if I want to say it on here, but I will because it's the truth and I don't want to water down the story. He goes... I can tell your grandma wants to fuck. I, I, your grandma wants to fuck. <laughs> of course, that was the end of his job right there. Yeah. And um, one thing I loved about—I love this man. But one thing I loved about him working there is, anytime we'd come in, he'd get excited. He'd go get, ask for the cheapest whiskey behind the bar, go into the go into the back, put it in the microwave until it was warm, <laughs> come out and say, "Hey, free shots, free shots." <laughs> And every time I knew it was warm whiskey shots, we'd take warm whiskey shots together. <laughs> now, let me ask, is it was a prank because it's obviously disgusting, right? Well, the first time it was a prank. After that, he just would do it no matter what. <laughs> he already knew what it was. He just did it every single time. It was the thing that we did. Is wow. we'd, I'd show up and he'd go get the warm whiskey shots and we'd yeah. take warm whiskey shots. Didn't he have, like, bleached blonde hair at one point? Like, didn't It's he natural style, actually. Really? People um, always thought he was, he, he was bleaching him, but it was, yeah. it was just him. Well, he's one of those dudes that's got a, a real-life sense of humor that's uh, that's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, he's so, awesome. Um, <clears throat> was there anything else that happened on spring break that's worth bringing up now? That's okay if not. We don't need to force it. No. I mean, I got punched in the face yeah, it's by nice. a dude in a pink shirt. Mm -hmm. Sucker punched. Couldn't find the guy. We're going to beat him up. And get about ten dudes running around looking for him. Yeah. I guess I could talk about that. I was uh, in the middle of, uh, well, I mean, I played sports in college, and I was playing football. <laughs> I remember I even brought my playbook to spring break, so, like, at random times I could study the plays. Did you? Yeah, and I remember you asking me about it. I was studying the plays, like, randomly, like, <laughs> in between, even though I was getting zero hours of sleep in that. Um, what happened? I remember I got kicked out of the bars one night. They, the bouncers threw me out because, um... Uh, the bouncer was like being or the the bartender was like spraying drinks everywhere and he got something purple on my white shirt you know and I was like excuse me what um yeah. what liquid was that just so I know how to take the right precaution <laughs> <laughs> and he took that as a way of being defensive and he didn't he wasn't respectful about it or like oh it was just water or grape juice well grape juice would have been bad but it was just like you know coke or something you know he was, he was an asshole about it. And I kind of jaw-jacked back at him. I was like, well, I can tell that's not what it is. So I don't appreciate that. 
And uh, I don't remember how I said it. I was a punk kid, obviously. I thought I was a man. And uh, he gives his bouncers the signal, and they all bounce me out, pick me up. <laughs> well, they tried to pick me up, but mm -hmm. anyway, they got me out of there, and uh, I started studying my playbook. Um, and uh, I got punched in the face, I guess, later that week by some... I just saw some guy in a pink shirt coming up out of my peripheral vision, and I don't know where all of a sudden... Just, just got smacked in the side of the head, and before I even knew what hit me, no pun intended, the yep. dude sprinted off into a getaway car. So, who knows if there was any motive behind it? I mean, I was dancing with a couple of cuties, so maybe he was hating. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. But um, it's a fun trip. I remember I got hung over twice a day during that trip. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, we had a blast. That's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing, man. Yeah. I got mono after that. I, I got mononucleosis after that. Yeah, I was, it the, was the ugly girl? that uh, The small... The, the big nipple? Yeah, the big nipple? <laughs> the big nipple. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It might have been. Well, I don't, I don't know if I kissed her or not. Anyway. Um, yeah, I was kind of on a roll at, during that time of my career. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we had some guys that, we had uh, some of our, a couple of our, one guy that, uh, he got like a girl's phone number one night. He was just obsessed with uh, hanging out with her. Him and uh, one of our other buddies went to go hang out at like 4.30 in the morning. And uh, they're talking about it. Fuck. Ow. Um, what's that? I accidentally, we went 30 minutes, so this thing came up. You know, we're just gonna record it through. So anyway, that's the closing music. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just end it there? Are you done? I'm down to keep it going. I'm liking it. Yeah, I'm having yeah. fun. So, so 4.30, we probably have to start the story over because we might have to cut this out. Let's just keep I'm it tired. going. You're done? Yeah, I think so. Shit. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, well, that's our show. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> fun talking. Well, I can always move that, though. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. Whatever. If you're tired, you're tired. Yeah, I want to go get a beer. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny?